What's up everyone and welcome back to another new release Monday here on Cinematic Reviews. As always, I'll be your host Chris and this is the show about all things movies and TV. Every week, I give my thoughts on the newest releases, beloved franchises, and even upcoming projects like Marvel and Star Wars. You can of course support the show by giving it a rating slash review on your favorite podcast service. It helps the show out a lot and I really do appreciate all the support out there from you guys. You can also follow the show on all social media platforms. Just search for Cinematic Reviews. You can find all the handles on the Facebook page. This week's new release takes the show to a little place called Texas with BJ Novak's Vengeance. It stars BJ Novak, Boyd Holbrook, and Ashton Kutcher. To kick things off, let's talk about some facts. Vengeance was released on July 29th, 2022, and was written slash directed by BJ Novak. He has previously directed episodes of The Office and The Mindy Project, but he is, of course, best known for his role as Ryan Howard in the hit series The Office. Vengeance marks his directorial debut on a future film. I wasn't able to track down a budget for the film, but it did gross $4.2 million worldwide during its very short run in theaters. No, uh, Novak said in an interview that he got the idea for the film when looking at a movie poster with the same name. He could not get the image of himself on a movie poster with the word vengeance as the title out of his head. Novak traveled to Texas several times in order to do research for the film, which centers around a blue state podcaster visiting red state, Texas. And lastly, vengeance was one of the many films that was delayed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. It began principal photography in New Mexico in March of 2020, and then production finally resumed in January 2021. With that, let's get to my reaction to BJ Novak's Vengeance. Now, on last week's episode, I previewed that this week's new release would be Kevin Smith's Clerks 3. Unfortunately, I was unable to see it this past weekend due to the very limited showings at my local theater, but have no fear, Cinematic Reviews will be doing an episode on it when it drops on either digital stores or one of the many streaming services out there. I'm hearing a lot of good vibes from it, so I'm really excited to finally see it when I do. On the bright side, though, I finally got the chance to see Vengeance, and I absolutely loved it. There really is a silver lining to everything in this world. I'm excited to see Clerks 3, like I said, but Vengeance was an awesome alternative this week. It's a really heartwarming story and a very, very well-made movie. A huge round of applause to Novak on his debut as a director on a feature film. I hope he considers it a win because he did an incredible job on it, both from a writing standpoint and directing. He's very talented in everything that he does. I, I'll definitely be tuning into his next project, whatever that may be. He may have been a huge asshole as Ryan in the office, but Novak did an awesome job acting-wise. He totally nailed what he was going for because many fans, like myself, hated the characters so much on that show. I have to imagine that that was what he was going for. I actually saw a lot of similarities with uh, the Ben character in Vengeance and uh, and the Ryan character that he plays in The Office. He's, he's very self-centered and uses women very, very much like Ryan in The Office. The only difference between the two is that Ben changes after his experience in Texas. Ryan doesn't change one bit through all nine seasons of The Office. 
So Vengeance is about a podcaster who gets an unexpected phone call that changes his life forever. A woman named Abilene was found dead in her home state of Texas. Her and Ben had an on and off fling in the past. It is ruled an overdose, but her family believes otherwise. Ben is guilted into coming to her funeral, but ends up turning the visit into his next story for the podcast that he works for. He first meets Abilene's brother, Ty. He is played by Boyd Holbrook. You probably recognize him from the hit Netflix series Narcos and as the antagonist in Logan. Ty is a very emotional and energetic character who immediately falls in love with Ben. I, I really enjoyed how Holbrook played this character. He has such great range as an actor. It, it's always a pleasure seeing him pop up in a film or series like this. Now, Ty and the, the rest of Abilene's family believe that she was murdered. Ben uses their theories to his advantage and makes it his next story, like I said, for the podcast that he works for back in New York. Throughout the film, he interviews numerous different characters in Texas and sends them off to uh, his producer, uh, who who kind of does all the editing and stuff for him. I love how each day uh, Ben starts to become closer and closer to not only Abilene's family, but Texas as a whole. I, I personally lived in Texas for a couple of years and I honestly miss it. I was I was in Ben. I was in a similar situation as Ben was. Once you get to know the people and their traditions in Texas, you begin to develop a family-like connection to all of it. Novak did a, an incredible job at conveying that in the film, both as an actor and a writer slash director. The film really starts to dive deep into the different beliefs on the meaning of life and our purpose on Earth as human beings. Things really get philosophical when Ashton Kutcher's character, Quentin, pops up. He was uh, Abilene's music producer slash uh, a lover, I guess you could call it. The film sort of hints at them having some kind of a relationship beyond musician and record producer. I love all the dialogue between Ben and Quentin throughout the film, especially the the scene uh, at the recording studio. Novak did such an awesome job with the writing in this film. It, It really opened my mind up to the different beliefs that are out there on the meaning of life and the purpose of of us as humans. I was really surprised by how philosophical the film got at various points. It's truly a beautiful film that I recommend to everyone. Another thing that really surprised me was the ending of the film. So Ben investigates Abilene's murder and, and throughout a lot of chaos that that happens during the film, he, he ends up figuring out who the killer is. Uh, turns out to be Ashton Kutcher this whole time. He he drugs up women during these these big parties that they have and leaves them out in a place that the locals call the after party. Abilene, unfortunately, was one of these women. Ben figures it out and confronts Kutcher at one of these parties that he goes to towards the end of the film. Ben gets Kutcher's uh, confession on record for his podcast, but decides to shoot him in the face instead of releasing the story that he's been working on so hard for the past couple weeks. This surprised the hell out of me. Uh, I did not see that coming. Uh, I really love the decision to have Ben choose a person over a story, just like uh, his producer was doing when she told Ben to leave Texas instead of solving the murder. I really, really love that callback. Texas changed Ben, and and I think for the better. I really like the quote from Abilene's grandma when, when they're at the Whataburger. Uh, she asked Ben if he has family in Texas. Ben answers no, of course. Uh, and then the grandma says, you do now. That got me really hard. That 
that moved me a lot. That that was a really beautiful moment for the characters of this film. This the film is full of moments like that. When when Ben finally listens to Abilene singing and watches her videos in their bedroom, or when Ben and Abilene's younger brother El Stupido are are in her room talking to each other. Ben officially became part of the family by the end of the film, and it and it's just awesome. I really really was moved during this film. Let's take a short break before diving into some of the the small issues I had with the film. So I I only really had two negatives with the film. The first one that comes to mind is, is how law enforcement is portrayed in it. Now I agree, there are some really lazy and stupid cops out there in the world, but the film, I think, leaned a little too hard into that idea they they made law enforcement come off as super bad stupid if, if you remember seth rogan and bill Hader were the two cops in that movie and they were really freaking dumb i i got the same feeling from the the cops and vengeance i i don't want to turn this episode into a political one but i do support law enforcement i have many friends and relatives who who work in law enforcement to some capacity those those parts of the film just seemed a little off to me is all. I, I get what Novak was going for. There are a lot of stupid cops out there, like I said, that shouldn't be carrying around a badge and gun. I just I think it was I think Novak just leaned into it a little bit too hard and it, and it came off kind of off to me is all. The other negative I had was the purple drugs. The film doesn't really explain what drug Abilene overdosed on. Everyone just calls her a pill popper. It's not a huge issue for me. I just wanted to bring it up because I'm sure there there's going to be some viewers out there who who might get confused with that whole uh, part of the plot. I researched the the purple drugs, and I guess it's a it's a heroin variant. Again, it doesn't change my view of the movie. I just I like to bring it up because uh, I like having names to things like this in films. Just calling them purple drug uh, drugs is it's kind of lazy to me. Uh, I think Novak should have maybe took a few lines of dialogue to kind of just explain that a little bit for some viewers who could get confused by it is all makes the film a little more tighter in my mind. Regardless of those two issues though, I still think that vengeance is such a beautiful film from both a filmmaking standpoint and and story-wise the cinematography is, is incredibly well done and the cast is phenomenal in it. I especially love the, uh, the Abilene's family. They, they all bring their own, energy to the film that I really, really enjoyed. I highly recommend this film to everyone. I would give it a solid four out of five stars. You can watch this on Peacock right now, but this is a film that I will definitely be adding to my own personal digital library once I'm able to. It's one of my favorite films of the year. And when I do the top 10 films of the 2022 episode at the end of the year, it will definitely end up on the short list for me. Well, that'll do it for this week's new release. Unfortunately, there will not be a new release Monday episode next week due to me going on vacation. But new release Monday will return on October 3rd with the Apple Plus exclusive film, The Greatest Beer Run Ever, which stars Zac Efron and Russell Crowe. Also tune in Friday for the newest installment of the DCEU season with Shazam. Until then, always remember, heart sees heart. Later, everyone.